0: The following is an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. Today we sit down with Jonette Cure, MD, Chief of the Dermatology Service at Miami Veterans Administration Hospital and Associate Professor, Department of Dermatology and Cutaneous Surgery at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. Dr. Cure highlights recent research that links the role of diet to many common dermatologic conditions, especially those with an inflammatory component. Here's Dr. Cure. What is the prevailing thought in dermatology about the role of diet? So I think that people are more open to diet being involved in uh, dermatologic conditions, especially as people investigate this term, quote, inflammation, end quote. Everybody's worried about things being inflamed. And we have a fair amount of inflammatory conditions in dermatology. So they think if they can calm down the inflammation in general in the body, then maybe they can calm down the skin condition. So I think it is a bigger belief. So I do think that dermatologists are more open to it. How have experts' beliefs changed in recent years? I think that um, with the acne world, and that's probably where I know the most, um, it is because of some studies done mainly by nutritionists um, where they have shown the impact of different diets on acne. Do I think that diet is the only reason people get pimples or acne or the only reason they have a condition? No. Do I think that diet can help some skin conditions? I would say yes, and I think other dermatologists would agree. Your next question, should dermatologists be making any practice changes on what's going on in diet? There's this whole movement in medicine now, and some dermatologists are getting involved in it, and it's called lifestyle medicine. And basically mm-hmm. it's about changing people's lifestyle to have them have a better clinical outcome. So, for example, exercise, not smoking, eating a, you know, maybe a plant-based diet. So that's a big role. Do I think we should be thinking about it? For sure. What was the, the opinion maybe a few years ago? Were less people uh, willing to entertain the, the idea that diet think, plays a role? Yeah, I think people thought, well, it, let's Picked specifically acne. People thought that there was an old study out that said you know chocolate didn't have anything to do with it, but it, it was a small study and it wasn't the the um, it wasn't done uh, perfectly. And because of that, then for 30 years people took one study and said that chocolate didn't cause acne. Now we're not saying chocolate causes acne either, but they didn't look at the milk in that study, which is can be in in chocolate. Um, So, I guess what I'm saying is, there was so little research that doctors hung their hat on a study from the 60s, and then people started to look around and look to see, maybe we should study this. Now, why wasn't there a lot of study on diet and skin conditions? Well, diet studies are hard. People want to eat what they want to eat. Um, It's hard to make changes to your diet and to follow a strict diet. And to see any results, they have to be fairly long. So the studies that are done, a lot of times they're retrospective with people thinking about what they had back then. Um, prospective diet studies are, are really hard. Think about it. You're telling someone to eat this way for, you know, minimum about 12 weeks to see if you see anything. Because we use 12 weeks sometimes because of the fact that when we study acne medicines, we do them in 12 weeks. So you're telling somebody to eat a certain way for 12 weeks, And getting people to adhere to that is hard. So I think what happened back in the past is there was one study, and I give them credit for doing that study back in the 60s because they were trying to find an answer, but then really basically no diet studies for many years. Um, So I think that's why. Well, let's look at acne. What is the bottom line here? Okay, so the bottom line with acne, at least what I tell my patients, and I consider it to be the bottom line, is that... Diet alone doesn't cause acne, but diet can for sure aggravate acne. So we have good data that things that have a high sugar content or something that produces a high glycemic load will worsen acne. Um, There are two, uh, actually more than two, but two studies that I'll talk about. Um, One was recently in the China, it was from China, and what they did in that study is they had teenage boys and they assessed what they were drinking. And they were drinking a lot of high caloric sugary drinks. And what they found is that if teenage boys in China drank more than 100 grams of sugar a day in their drinks only, they were more likely to have moderate or even severe acne. Okay, so it was an aggravation of acne. And then the other data is around young women With polycystic ovarian syndrome, and that's been—it's fairly well studied in not only the dermatology, but you'll see it in the endocrinology, or um, or in the gynecology literature, where women who have polycystic ovarian syndrome, if they change their diet and have stuff that is less sugary and have foods with a lower glycemic load. Or, in fact, if they are even put on medicines that help regulate how their sugar is absorbed and utilized in their body, medicines like metformin, which is controversial itself now, but medicines that help with sugar metabolism, their acne gets better. So we have both male and female patients doing better when they don't have as much sugar. And that goes back to sort of this lifestyle medicine change where people are trying to eat better more plant-based things, less sugary things. High glycemic foods are, are the bad boys. As far as dairy, uh, what has come out over these long-term studies, and I think people pretty much have heard this, at least in the acne world, is it seems that skim milk is the is the bad boy. There's something protective about the fat in milk. And these studies range from retrospective studies or the nurses' studies. Um, and You probably have seen those. Um, they looked at um, nurses involved, nurses from the 1980s, and then looked at their kids to see if milk aggravated their acne. And those again retrospective. Um, as far as uh, probiotics, so dairy, um, we see think skim milk is worse than whole milk. There are some good studies about that, um, as they are retrospective. Um, let's see, however, dairy has in whey, and whey protein. Whey protein, there isn't a whole lot, but there are some observational studies. One by Nanette Silverberg, um, which was early on, maybe about five patients where they were taking whey supplementation teenage boys to bulk up. And then a second study, which was a little bit more controlled, um, with whey protein from Brazil. What foods should be avoided? Chocolate Western diet. As far as that, I would say, you know, I would never tell patients to avoid chocolate if they want a little bit of chocolate. Um, as far as a Western diet, I would always tell people to go towards, more towards a Mediterranean diet. I think it's a healthier diet than a Western diet. Why is skim milk more um, genic than whole milk? I don't think anybody knows for sure, but they think there's something protective about the fat. What food supplements should be added? Um, okay, these are good. Probiotics. As far as probiotics, there was a study where they looked at probiotics with antibiotics and alone. And they found that when you use probiotics, they did three um, three arms in that study, probiotics, antibiotics, and probiotics and antibiotics alone. And all three of them helped acne. Probiotics alone, antibiotics alone, and probiotics and antibiotics. They all helped acne. Um, and the best one was when they combined the two. Uh, antibiotics and probiotics. But in fact, probiotics themselves were helpful. As far as omega-3s, we like omega-3s. We like it a little bit more for uh, rosacea as an anti-inflammatory. And as far as antioxidants, um, I like them. I can't say specifically with respect to acne. With respect to zinc, I love zinc because zinc helps and you can give zinc To help with acne, you don't want to give too much, maybe about 75 milligrams a day max. Um, So zinc I like. There's some pretty good evidence with the zinc, and you can use it actually in pregnant women. Um, What are the key myths and misconceptions you must address with patients? That's a really good question. The myth is that if they change their diet, uh, their acne is going to go away. Their acne can improve with changes in the diet, but most times the driving force of the acne is more complex than a diet change. Um, for sure, we want them to eat a healthy diet. Like I said, um, I like uh, the Mediterranean diet, is, are actually good, um, or a little bit more plant-based, not a lot of added sugars. Um, but you have to tell patients that, because they'll come in and they'll say, oh, I eat too many French fries. It's not, I mean, it's not good to eat too many French fries, but more than likely, they are gonna have acne for some other things, maybe polycystic ovarian syndrome in a woman, you know, maybe in a young man, he's he having that typical androgen uh, ex, uh, spurt, you know, the growth spurt where the young men turn, young boys turn into young men. What is the role of the skin and the gut microbiome in acne? You know, we know that this gut and the skin are really connected. We also, we also know that the, the microbiome is a really good defense. The gut microbiome is a good defense for our whole immune system. I will tell you that as far as microbiome, there are some topical treatments which actually try to restore the microbiome to a microbiome before, let's say, antibiotics. But those, one brand, and I get no money from them, I um, I am not uh, affiliated with them in any way, is something called, I think it's Mother Dirt. Um, so they work to repopulate the microbiome by an external treatment. There are other creams out there promoting a microbiome and topicals. Um, As far as treatment with the microbiome, which is the most promising and why, I would stick with picking the types of things that help repopulate the microbiome that have been studied. Let's see, psoriasis, is diet as well studied? Yeah, there's some pretty good data on, on, on diet and psoriasis. I do know that there is more data with psoriasis than acne. Why? I think probably because um, psoriasis can be uh, more longstanding as a condition. And you have the National Psoriasis Foundation, and they are fantastic. Um, so they probably are pushing towards things like that. This has been an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www thedermdigest.com. Thank you for joining us.